This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, and Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same-game pilot plays to live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win, so sign up today. When you bet 100, you win 100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. All right, welcome back, DJs, for the Mayakoba betting show. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, we're going a little late tonight. Uh, well, phone phone problems for me. Finally, kind of figured out. Thank you, uh-huh. uh, thank you, stupid fucking cell carriers. And uh, you got you got wild children. And uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's yeah, Mayakoba. it's uh, I mean, as you can tell too, I'm basically uh in a uh, CIA black site right now. That's right. Uh, yeah, doing a broadcast here. No, I've been, I've been uh, uh, going out to the garage for a uh, couple of reasons. <laughs> for the last couple of nights, I've been shacking up up here. Uh, everything's fine. Yeah. She's not kicking them out, folks. It's fine. No, it's, it's, it's definitely not that. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, it's a, a willing uh, exile. So anyways, when we get off that topic. Uh, <laughs> so the Mayakoba, let's just transition to that. Uh, well, actually, before we do, uh, so we were talking last night about naming a, I guess, a new segment yeah. uh, where we call out a certain bet that if it hits, uh, that's the end of the show. Yep. So I was kind of rattling my, I was rattling around my brain. I'm like thinking, then I got a, an idea. Uh, so I had, why don't I pitch it to you and see what you think? It's, it's a little right. brash. It's a little, uh, I don't know. We'll see how you think. Okay. Uh, all right. So have you ever heard of the term seppuku? No. Okay. No. All right. So, Sapuku, you'll know when I read it from uh, Wikipedia, where, you know, just everything is learned. Uh, it's the foremost place where you just gain knowledge. Uh, Sapuku yeah. is a yeah. form of Japanese ritual suicide or disembowelment originally revised oh. for samurai. I thought, I thought that was Hari. I thought that was Harikari. Well, yeah. Also, also it's Harikiri. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I know it as. Yeah. Same thing. All right. Nice. So, that would be appropriate. And the fact that we don't want to live in a world where, say, 18 to 1 Maverick McNeely wins. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I think that's just a perfect simile to just ending the show right there. Just, you know what? We're going to go out. We don't want to shame our family. We don't want to, you know, embarrass or be tortured by this anymore. That, that's it. So uh, yeah. I say we call it the Sapuku bet of the week. Uh, if we how call about, it out, we'll how about how about how about Harry Carey? I feel uh, like Harry Carey, fine. Okay. We'll well, see you know that. what I mean? Like, well, people know that, man. Like, okay, fine. All right, all right. For all I mean, I guess Kombat. I think more. I think I think more people know that. Or maybe I'm just a weirdo. Like, all right, well, for all the Mortal Kombat fans, yeah, I think that's what they called it in that in that game. So fine. I only know it from World War II. That's what the that's what the admirals did when they. Lose oh, okay, yeah. Or like in uh, the Last Samurai, uh, the Tom Cruise movie mm-hmm. that yep. happened. Oh my god, did you watch that thing? Uh, like I don't know, like 15 years ago. Yeah. Did you? No, I could. I was like, Tom Cruise is a samurai. No thanks, I'll pass. <laughs> no, it's it's uh. Well, have you ever seen it or no? No, I couldn't buy Tom Cruise as a fucking. No, he's a he's a. Uh, I think he's like a like a Civil War era general who goes over to Japan. They like are fighting. Like he leads like a Sounds old scary. samurai like cavalry or whatever against like I don't know some dictator or something. All right, so. I'm not gonna watch that. Okay, all right. Well, why don't we transition officially to Mayakoba? Let's uh, do it. Okay, let's talk about our rights. Uh, so why don't I go first? Because we talked before the show. You only have three. 
And yeah. last night, you're still kind of mulling things over. So why don't I recap who I've been out, right? Yeah. Uh, and we'll go from there. So, all right, right at the top. I understand this number is pretty terrible on Aaron Wise, considering he hasn't won since uh, the Byron Nelson. He's come very close uh, a lot of times. I just like him this week. I like the fact that he's been really good in Mayakoba. And one of the things I noticed, too, is like, 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 sure, there are some randomness with how good of a putter you are at this place. You know, there's some guys who really suck at putting and do very well. Aaron Wise, for example, a couple of years ago. <laughs> but the difference between winning and losing tends to be, all right, you can hit a couple more putts because you got to hit to like, you know, 22, 23 under. And now we can finally putt. And I know he does really well here. And the ball striking is still there. Like he hit really badly. The Shriners may bounce back a CJ Cup. I think maybe that's enough to get him over the top here. So, and the number, like, listen, we said the same thing last week, you know, about Seamus Power. Like, all right, he's playing really bad, but he's like 25 to one and we're kind of just blown over. Well, yeah. maybe he can, you know, still win. So I like Aaron Wise at 20 to one. I understand that probably not a lot of people are going to bet it. I'm the idiot who's going to bet it. So, huh? uh, and then Billy Horschel, 20 to one as well. Again, just like a lot of things I like about him at this place, good course history. Uh, really good proximity rates from under 150 scores well too because he actually can convert the putt because he's a good putter there. Um, you know he's won in the Memorial. He's has a bunch of top tens here. Decent pass problem history overall. I like him 20 to one. Uh, Tom Hoagie 30 to one. Uh, I'm in agreement with uh, Andy Lack, and I think you. I, I think you ended up joining yeah, me on that too. I did. Uh, yeah. Elite wedge player, kind of like with Aaron Wise too, in the fact that he hasn't really been all that great of a putter in his career. Finally starting to putt really well during the fall. And I think his long uh, last 50 rounds is actually net positive now. So again, like, you know, kind of go in the similar vein of like either guys are really good putters or guys are trending with their putter. He fits that criteria. So Tom Hoagie, 30 to one. And then Jason day 51. I know you hate the pick. I made the case last night. No, listen, I'm telling you, you swayed me last night. That was a hell of a fucking pitch. It really okay. was. You swayed me. He, even, he found his way on my betting card. Oh God. I'm going to get screamed at on Friday. Aren't I? No, this is a guy. It's a good. I think. I think we're in good shape. Okay. All right. Well, just to recap what I said last night, in case you didn't hear it, I mean, he's been hitting his irons really good, and kind of like with Jason Day's career, ever since he kind of fell off the map a little bit, he tends to kind of go on these little runs. Like I think uh, mm. back in the COVID year, he had like four straight top tens, and then just fell off a map. Uh, I think last year he like randomly finished T three at uh, Tory, and then he he was in the mix of pebble and had a bad Sunday. But like again, like kind of like a brief run. Uh, usually it comes when he's hitting his irons good. He's hitting his irons good. Uh, the putter has not been working for him, but he got that going last week at the CJ Cup. If that's back, and the fact that he's been hitting his irons pretty well, especially under 150 this fall, yeah. think uh, about I kind of like him. Yeah, I mean, like just at Pebble with the with the wedge game, he was good. Uh, this yeah. the last time I was out of Pebble, so mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. I, you, so you, you swayed you swayed me on on day. You did. Right. I, I thought about adding him to the outright, but I couldn't get him at 60. The best I could find him at was 40, and I couldn't stop. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever, 40, 60 at that point. Yeah. I mean, listen, how many units you're betting is not really that significant. At that point. Yeah. That's fair. And I'm so, like, right. yeah, like maybe, I don't know. Like I said, I'm still going to add. I still got to add guys because I'm with you on Hoagie. Um, I'm joining uh, Andy on Morikawa. I can get him at 18. Okay. So, whatever. You hope for a, a spike putting week. And I don't know. I feel like I was on him a couple times over the last month or two and he's, he's burned me a little bit. Okay. But same can, thing, I say, right? can I say something like, yeah. I know I talked a lot about Mario Carlos. I, I think I got to clarify my stance here. I don't mm -hmm. think that's a bad pick. Like right. what you got, what you and Andy have talked about Morikawa is hundred percent valid. I can't dispute it. And at some point, like this is just how Morikawa goes. Like he's always going to be a good ball striker. 
just as soon as he puts well, it's a top five. Yep. So just for me, as someone who's been getting kicked in the nuts with Morikawa <laughs> for the last six months, I'm kind of over yeah. that. And yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm like, I'm looking at just like, okay, where can I actually bet him? So yeah, in DFS, if he is going to garner low ownership, which I actually have the projections, it looks like he's, that's not going to happen. Uh, it looks like he's going to have about the same ownership as Hovland. But if he's garnering low ownership, yeah, I can see absolutely going to Morikawa because again, that that putting week could come. If it's high owned, yeah. I don't know if I really like that. For the outright market, again, like like at the CJ Cup, he was th- I got him thirty five to one. Like that is like okay, I'm tempted to just like go with Morikawa. Now it's like eighteen twenty, like. Like it's either all or nothing for him, and yeah. I, like I, I mentioned this last night, there really is not a whole lot of rhyme or reason when he puts well. Uh, I think you know he had a good performance at TBC Southwind on Bermuda. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think he had a good performance on uh, at a Tom Doke uh, Scottish Open. Uh, I think it's. You know, just, it's I, like, I, really I really think it's just because putting is such a mental fucking thing. It really yep. is. Like it, it's. Like I, I don't get nervous over your tee shots and shit, but none of these guys, none of these guys get nervous stepping up on the box. They know exactly what they're gonna do. The putting seems to be the thing that really fucks with professional golfers. It, it is, but like if I'm gonna go with eighteen twenty one for a really crappy putter, but I have absolutely no idea. It's not like all right, he likes the surface or he likes this type of real green style. It's kind of just all over the place. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not using him for an outright then. And then if you look at positional markets, I mean, it's all or nothing for him. I don't really feel like paying like plus 150 for a top 10 juice for a top 20, anything like that. I just, I'm just, he's not going to be on my betting card. I'm not fading this week because I know that what he can do. Right. So, but again, like I don't hate the pick. What you guys are saying is right. It just, it's not for me this week. Yeah. And the last guy I added only because if he hits this week and I, I don't have it, it'll be, I'll be upset. It'll be Dietrich at 45. Like obviously, obviously played, obviously played well, Last weekend, I don't love it, uh, but I don't know, man. I didn't. I don't really like the board as far as like gout rights go. Like as far as like numbers. Do you, and things uh, like me, that. Do you really think Dietrich's going to win here? I mean, he could. He could. He's never he won could. before. You thought, like you think that like this is going to be the week? Like it happens. I mean, I mean, it's. I mean, it is. A, it's a topper heavy field, but I mean, once you get past the first fucking six guys it's it's a little better than bermuda not really you know what i mean so okay i mean, that's I, mean I, 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 I think it's a lot better than bermuda do you i mean i don't know i guess like not really though like to me like okay. most of these guys are fucking interchangeable you know what i mean like okay the burmese the burmeesters of the world and things like that it's like come hey on. he was he was too good for bermuda he didn't play that last week <laughs> say, say that with justin saw by the way he was also too good to play bermuda and uh yeah, so so you know the reason why some of those guys didn't play Bermuda? Like uh-huh. so Montgomery has enough FedEx Cup points, Burmester has enough FedEx Cup points. So Justin Suh, because he won the Corn Ferry Championship, he has the top priority in the Corn Ferry ranks. He can basically get into whatever field he wants yeah. uh, until it reshuffles next year. So really? like even he's been playing pretty poorly this yeah. fall. Yeah. I mean, he played pretty well at CJ Cup, but the first three events were a disaster for him. It doesn't matter. He's got kind of job security. That's kind of it's nice. Know. Nice for him. Uh, good. Good for him. Yeah. For it's him. nice to be able to just not worry and have, lose two strokes per round. I know. I know how much you love when, when, when the fields. I love. I know how much you love when players, you know, lose their jobs. It makes you very happy inside at the end of the year because you're you're a soulless suit. And 
I mean, if you really want to get into it, I mean, the big thing with the PGA Tour is like, oh, we're so much better and live. We're oh, the best organization. And you hear about all, you just see guys like this just I know. continue to get I know. starts and hang around. That's it. Yep. That's it. That's it. Okay. All right. So what do you want to move to next? Uh, I guess why don't we do matchups? All right. So my first matchup is, I like Hoffman this week. I talked about it last night. Like, I'm, I'm sick of Galaxy braining everything. And he, he might not win. But I can get plus 110 over Scotty, which is always terrifying, fading Scotty. Uh, but middling at best, what did he come in? Like the 40s, uh, the, the, the last time he came out. And I know Vic didn't do much better. He's like top 30, like almost top 20. He finished 21st. Yeah, 21st, sure. you know. Yeah. And look, Scotty's great off the tee. The putting is fucking gone for him. It's just broken. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, listen, if I'm getting plus money of the two top guys in the field, I mean – I'm going to take it every time, especially if I already like that golfer that week. So, yeah, I'm taking Scotty plus – I'm taking uh, Victor plus 110 uh, over Scotty. No, I don't hate that. I mean, considering Hovland's yeah. his really good history, not just here, but on past problem in general, I'm going to outline that a little bit. I have him on my betting card as well. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good bet. All right, what else you got? So, I'm, uh, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm going Hoagie over McNeely, minus 120. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, let's go. So not only is our show going to end, but uh, you're going to lose some. <laughs> no, I mean I don't think so. I mean, really, I mean, you guys are talking about Hoagie. He's fourth in this field from 125 to 150. Uh, he's number one in approach. And listen, this is—I know it's only the last 24 rounds, all right? Uh, but I care about recent form more than you do. Uh, his worst finish is T13 last week. He's got three top tens and 12 there. McNeely only does it with his putter. He can't keep getting away with. He can't. And he really can't. Yeah. can't. Jesse Jesse Pinkman gif right there. <laughs> so ten. Yeah, by the tw- way, you're absolutely right because he's lost. I, I in three of the four shot like measured events, he's lost strokes to the putter. I know for a fact at the Zozo, he would have lost strokes to the the irons too because I think he was like fiftieth in greens regulation percentage that week. Yeah. Um, but he like I think he was like top five in putts per round. He just is on a huge heater right now with a putter. Yeah. It's got it. It's got it. And it's and putt- it's going. It's going in the wrong direction. It's like the last he's go he's gone 10, 12th, and 18th. So okay. he's 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 coming the back. Problem though, bit. he's actually been pretty good in Mayakoba. T26 yeah, and in, T- in 2020, T12 in 2021, T22 in or T11 in 2022. Like he might actually be a good putter on pass foul, which means you're probably in trouble. If that's yeah, the case. I don't care. Don't care. Okay. Oh, you're trying to prove a point. I like that. I respect that out of you. Thank you. <laughs> uh right. so then I got I got two more. We talked about Lauer last night and Diamond last night. And I can get Lauer at plus 130. Uh, he's actually been striking the ball okay, too. Um, if you actually take a look at it, it's not just been the putter for him. And I don't know, man. I'm not a big Diamond guy. Like I just feel like he's one of those guys, not to Harry Higgs level, but he's definitely a guy everybody wants to go like have a beer with on, on golf Twitter. You know what I mean? Like It seems like he's okay. And like, yeah, I'd like to hang out with that dude. He's got a funny hat. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he catches steam for no fucking reason. I like the plus money I'm getting uh, with Lauer. And yeah, I mean, I have no idea what he did it uh, at, at Bermuda, but he top tended it. And, you know, his approach game has been solid since, you know, the rocket mortgage, which goes back a little too far. But yeah, so I like I like Lauer over Diamond. And okay. then, I mean, I, that's probably a coin flip. I like Diamond this week, but if you're getting plus money, I can't really. Plus money. On that one. I mean, I like, I like Lauer. Uh, I didn't love his positional prices. They were really juiced up. They were. Point. I saw I that. Did not like that. that. That's what pissed me off that we were talking to Andy last night. Like he's going to be fucking chopped now. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, and then my last one, 
I'm going back to the well with Knox. He won for me last week, uh, and he's going against Burmester, uh, who I have my boy. Yeah, I love Burmester. Do you? Yeah, man. I mean, th- that's one of the few Euro guys that like I manually have been tracking for like a solid year. Yeah, like like put like anytime he's doesn't going do to, like, anything. That's not true. Yeah. T37 at the Shriners. I guess you got fourth at the Sanderson. Like, yeah, he's got some. He finished what, like top 15 in the Open, too? Oh, man. That's going back a little bit. I don't care about that far away. That's whatever. Fine. I mean, it's still recent. Yeah, whatever. Well, it's fine. So he plays well in Europe, the Open and the Genesis. Great. Like, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> like, I like, I, I like, uh, Knox is a good history here. Um, and what I, what I see that I actually like to, other than the fact that, you know, I, I he, he seems to come in stretches, uh, as well. And he's second in this field, 150 and under in the last 24 rounds, even though the results haven't been great. But, you know, I like to focus in on the stats that you gave. Oh, Knox? Yeah. Over the last okay. 24 rounds. So yeah. I mean, the pro, I mean, proximity looks good, but he can't putt, so he can't convert. So I'll tell you that LASIK is going to come through sooner or later. Okay. Sooner or later, that LASIK All is right. going to come through. So those are my four. And that's and that's why I left it on the last one. That's the one I'm shaking. Okay. All right. I, I mean, I only got two, which is two more that I probably should have because I'm terrible at matchups now. Uh, so let's talk about the first loser. Uh, Thomas Dietrich. Um, I like him this week. You like him this week. You bet him outright. Um, probably has the most pass column history of anyone in this field. I talked about it last night. I have a bunch of top 20s and top 15s, not just on the Euro Tour, where he's gotten most of those starts, by the way. You know, a couple of good finishes, Corrales. Uh, he's got a T22 in Mayakoba. So, and he's just playing good. I mean, coming up the second place finish, uh, it's a small sample size, but he hit, he's been hitting his wedges really good, scoring from, really from there, too. So he's plus 110 uh, against KH Lee, who's coming off the third place finish at the CJ Cup. Uh, his my, his past problem history, though, is not very good. He's got a T14 in the Puerto Rico Open. Other than that, though, it's a T29 in Mayakoba, a miscut in Mayakoba, and a T59 in Mayakoba. Um, I think I just have never been a cage league guy. No, um, no, I, I haven't. I mean, I just see, you know, Mr. Byron Nelson. Yeah. Uh, I just never really been there. And I, I think Dietrich's playing really well. I think this is a grass type that, yes, I mean, it's a resort grass. I'm supposed to be a little easier to play off of, but especially around the green sometimes, like if you don't really know exactly how to chip on it, you can't really bump and run the ball to the, you know, to the hole or else it's going to you know basically stop. stop. Um, I mean, there are certain guys I think we maybe talked about last night that they should be a perfect fit for this place because they're accurate, good wedges. But for whatever reason, they have like 10 tournaments where they haven't finished inside the top 20. There could be something to the fact that they just don't like this grass. Maybe that's the case of KH Lee. So Thomas Dietrich plus 110 over KH Lee. Uh, I like to plus money there. And then again, I just kind of alluded to this. We talked about the guy last night, Brian Harbour. I know Andy Lack likes him. And there's, from a stat standpoint, from a profile standpoint, he should fit here. The bottom line, though, is that he has only one top 20 finish in his career on past Palm. That was a T18 in 2013 at the Puerto Rico Open. Otherwise, it's got a T26 back in the 2012 uh, Mayakoba, a cut in 2015, T40 in 2016, T55 in 2017, T19, or T68 in, in 2019, T72 in 2020, uh, T30 in 2021, and then miscut last year. Like, look, like this is Brian has been basically the same player he is now coming into this tournament. And for whatever reason, either he doesn't like this golf course, doesn't fit his eye, or just there's something wrong with the grass type. Uh, okay. And you got Emiliano Grillo, who is chalk, which is terrifying because it seems like every time <laughs> I'm on chalk Rio, that works out horribly for me. Yeah. I know he can do it here. And so I, and it's plus money. I got, I'm getting plus 100 over Brian Harmon, who I know just has not really done it here. So if Grillo just kind of shows up this week, I think he wins easily. 
I would like to I would like to find a different matchup against Harmon. Grio. The problem is the problem is I could I couldn't. Yeah, it was like it was I mean. either it was yeah. I think Andrew Putnam was against him. He has a bad history, Michael. But like that's another type of guy. It's like all right, you should be good here. He's not right. Um, I think there was Adam Hadwin against him. I don't really want to take that either. No. So Grio was Grio was my best option at that point. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna end up tailing you on uh on Dietrich overly. I like that one. Okay. All like right. It. All right, well, before before we finish out the cat here with the placements and other weird bets that we got going, if you guys are ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, and we're bringing the excitement of the Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips, and with Win Rewards at WinBet. So be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 Eastern. During the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds at WinBet to give you a larger payout opportunity great promos odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport WinBet has what you need to win if you're ready to play sign up today to receive a special offer bet 100 bucks and win 100 bucks can't really go wrong with that so there's so much to choose from all you gotta do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state. We'll play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And, of course, don't forget to go to subscribe to this uh, YouTube.com slash podcast. Comment on a video, uh, and every video is a new chance where you can win a LT or a Brian Dawkins autographed jersey. And it's completely free to enter. And don't forget to turn your notifications on so you know if you won. All right. Okay. I can't believe you asked last night if two Giants know. fans won a Brian Dawkins jersey. But I mean, yeah, I mean, look, man, do, do I you know it. what I would do? Actually, here, here here's my official answer. I never got this answer. You know what I would do? I would actually, first of all, I have a Lawrence Taylor jersey in my closet, by the way. So yeah. I don't need one for that. But you know what? If, if I won this contest, I would get the Brian Dawkins jersey and I would take it to the Lake when I go to the Giants Eagles game on January 8th. And, and I would just take a nice little, you know, like, uh, stinky little dump into it and then just throw it at somebody so yeah that's I like what it. i would do i i, I, I hate it. brian dawkins is my nemesis i hate brian dawkins so his to be stupid, fair his stupid little like they get the fog machine oh, crawl yeah. you know, like you know basically oh, on yeah. all fours like a i love it crawls out of loved it loved it, hate it. Hate, hate loved that, it dude loved it mostly because he's just he tormented me for about a solid decade yeah, to be fair, I didn't think that question through. I didn't think that question through at all. It just kind of like popped up to me while I was reading it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is a dumb question." I'm mean, like, you're, you're you're trying to sell, you know. I, I get it, but just wrong audience on that one. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. Why don't we get to positionals then? All right, let's go. All right. Do you have any top tens or twenties? Actually, so I'm going with our boy Matt's philosophy here. I'm going to try this up a little bit. Okay. Because because we're getting so all the top all the top fives. Mm-hmm. It worked out for him last week. D did. It did, and so oh, I, so there you go. You got a little taste last week. He's like, oh, he did okay. All right, let's try that this week. Yeah, let's give it a whirl. I mean, I told him on the pod it made sense. You know what I mean? It like, does. It, it does actually. And so I only have three hours now, but I'm not doing three top fives because, like you said, with Morikawa, it's all or nothing. So I didn't put him on it, and I was able to get Dietrich eleven to one and Hoagie at seven to one. Top okay. Five. All right, I like the Hoagie one. I think that's like a they, he, of all the four that I bet. That's probably going to be the one that like breaks my heart on Sunday. Yeah, Tom Ho- Tom Hoagie's going to miss like a four footer on seventeen, and that's stop, man. Why do you put the shit into the fucking ether, man? What happens, man? You put bad juju out, bad juju comes back. 
You know what? I can't say anything, right? I can say he's going to win or he's going to miss a four footer. Nothing would have made you happy right there. That is also fair. That is also yeah. fair. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. Well, I, I, I like, I like this hot five bet. I, I think Hoagie's going to, of everyone I bet, I like him the best this week. Yeah. In top 10, the only one I got is, uh, <laughs> the guy who just, uh, Who's a, who's a stud? Apparently, uh, coming from coming from the Cornbury door, uh, Montgomery. I mean, oh my done. God, you did it! <laughs> I did it. The, uh, and I got four to one on him. I mean, whatever. Like I, I, I am, I am ashamed of you. Whatever, man. Money's money. I don't care. Fucking four to one. The, uh, and so here, here's the thing. By the way, he actually maybe I'll might, fi- maybe I'll finally mush him. Like who knows? Maybe. Like he actually might be a really good fit for this place because he dri- yes, he drives the ball long, but he actually has been kind of fairly accurate for mm-hmm. now. Like, like I, I think I want to say, I, I mentioned this last night. If you look at the driving accuracy rates of the guys who just came up in the court fair or just, just in general, I think just early season, they look terrible, but it's because I think it, at the Sanderson, I think the field hit the fairway like 42% of the time. So, that, no? so yeah. So everybody's like, yeah, it was firm, and everybody was just the ball was just bouncing into the. Yeah, wall. no, I remember, but forty two is like jarring to hear. It, it was something <laughs> really, really, really low. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. like, that's why everybody's driving accuracy rates kind of look bad. So, when I've been yeah. comparing the corn fairy stats, especially with the driving stuff, I've only been comparing with just those guys. I don't want to compare it to anybody who has like PGA Tour stuff, like for the last like three years. And yeah. like Montgomery's actually been hitting a lot of fairways for a guy who was a bomber. Uh-huh. Uh, his iron numbers have been atrocious, but because he's been such a damn good putter. He yeah, is the lead. He is the leader in scoring from under 150 in this field uh, yeah, by a lot. Number one by a by a mile. That's why yes. I bet him top ten. Yeah, even so. though his proximity race has not been very good. So listen, yeah. if this guy just keeps putting his ass off on every single surface, like yeah, it's it's like top 20 city at yeah. least. So if you want to get plus money in top 10, go for it. Yep, four to one. Okay. But I hate I hate you for it though. I know it's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hate me. For, you hate me for lots of things. This is very low on the list. That's true. Yeah, it's like number seventy-five. Yeah, there you go. All right, All right. What do you what do you got for top ten? All right. Well, I, I mean, I don't have anything for a top ten. Yeah, I only bet one top twenty. Uh, you're probably gonna hate me for this. Um, right. I, I kind of took your route. I'm not gonna overthink this. Uh, Hoblin is awesome at past Paul. We talked about this last night. I think his deficiencies around the green are neutralized because, you know, the ball sits up a little bit, a little easier for him to get the, maybe the club underneath it. But once it hits the green. As long as you don't skull it, as long as you don't duff it, the ball's going to stop, and it's going to stop pretty close to the hole. I think that helps him here. And because he's such a good iron player, too, like if that's on, everything is going to be within 15 feet. And he's a great putter. He can convert it. So I got top 20 on him at minus 125, just betting it like a Oh, ninja. damn. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's super full, cheap. Full, full unit. Yeah. Just do, like, we're just going to do that. Yeah. I would don't, don't, I got- don't overthink it. Yeah, so what's funny is I was toying with it with the 150. I think I still got scat tissue from the fucking oh the Zozo. The Zozo. <laughs> everything went awful. Everything went awful. So I was thinking about it. I couldn't pull the trigger on it. Maybe I will. I don't know. Because at 150, I was like, oh, dude, we're getting up, yeah. Like yeah, but like 125, that's just a that's a magic price. I don't care. Yeah, easy, that. easy peasy. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay. Um, so I, I went with your boy Day uh at two to one top twenty. Okay. Two to one, man. Like keep it rolling. Every, yeah, man. For every for everything you talked about last night, when I looked at him today, I was like, "Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't been that bad? <laughs> it really has." And on, like, honestly, if even if you look at the iron numbers going back to the three M Open, they've been pretty good since last summer. And now all yeah. of a sudden, he's kind of starting to put it together. Yeah, and yeah. So I was like, "All right, Steve sold me. I'll, I'll go. I'll go top twenty on him." Um, 
And then uh, I went Hayden Buckley. So, okay. uh, I mean, whatever. I looked at the past Palom thing, but I don't know how many fucking rounds he actually has on it. But this guy's come off on. I can, on I can, t- I can tell you real quick. Yeah. And so it looks like it's a bad service for him potting wise. But like I said, like, I don't know. Well, we don't. Well, we don't know. That's what I mean. Like, all right. So, so actually, so it's only it's four rounds in Mexico. Oh, uh, and he lost a bunch of strokes putting there. He finished T thirteen at Corrales. We have no idea how he did it. Correct. Right. So it it could be a wash at that point. Yeah. So we'll just wash that out. Coming off three top twenties, still putting well. Um, he's great off the tee as far as like accuracy goes. Um, and you know, I mean, whatever he his one his his one fifty and unders leaves a little bit to be desired, but his approach numbers overall are pretty middling in the field. And I feel like uh, you know, whatever he's riding a little hot streak here. And if I can get him, uh, and, and he's he's three and a half to one, he's plus three fifty for a top twenty. So okay. that, that's the, that's the type of stuff I like to tag it down. With. Okay, all right. Well then, that's it. Are, are y'all done? Okay. Yeah, that's that's it for my. And I know you have nine top forties. You want to talk about? No, I only have five. I, I, I tried parent. <laughs> I tried parent down. I mean, I, I went five of eight last week, but I think I realized that you know what? Let's pare it down even more. Let's get five guys. I'm really sold on. Let's try and get four or five this week. Okay, and I got I got a couple exotics. I got a couple exotics. I want to I want to take your fancy fancy with after the after the top four is. All right, so kind of along a similar vein as the Holland thing. Uh, Brendan Todd's awesome here, and he's been playing good. Uh, I can get him for a top forty minus one fifty minus one fifteen. Get a matchup price. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Win. I think he's a win a T eight like a T fifteen. His last three appearances here, hitting the ball really good. Uh, And actually, like I think you, I showed you this. For the Shriners, and that's why I liked him for a top forty there, and he and he cashed uh, under one fifty. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so he only he hits it to about twenty feet over the last two two years. But if ever if you gave him eighteen shots, or basically eighteen shots at under one hundred fifty yards, he's gaining one and a half strokes per round in the field because he just drains everything. Right. So and that works here, and that's why he's really good. So top forty at a match price minus one fifteen for Brendan Todd. I'll go with that. Um, like you, I think, were skeptical about Matt Kuchar last night. Yeah, yeah. But T to Green, he's been playing really good, but he's not putting really great. But so caution on that, though. Um, so I'm like, all right, you know, typically, all right, T to Green, really good, not putting really well. It's going to turn around. He is getting older, and that's one of the things that actually goes on the guys when you get older as your putter. What do you think is eyesight? What do you, th- do you think it's eyesight? You think yeah, it's, 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 it's how to read the eyes? It's it's the eyesight. I think no. that's that. Yeah. And I, I think he's get a little shakier too, as you get older and it just, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't work as well, but really good. Amaya Koba. It's got the win. Uh, he has a T 14 in 2020 T 22 last year, uh, T three in 2008 T 18, 2007. He's only missed a cut here once. Um, and he's hitting a ball. Great. Uh, yeah. he gained, uh, about one shot with his ball striking per round and four into a T12 finish. Uh, last uh, a couple weeks ago at CJ Cup, he gained about almost two strokes or about like 1.75 strokes per round on the field. Um, but he lost with putting. He keeps that going. I expect him to do pretty well here. So uh, okay. top 40 on him at plus 110. Um, Joel Damon top 40 plus 135. Even I think you would, are fine with it just because it's plus yeah. money. It's top 40. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's going to be popular, but hitting the ball, great. Uh, he, I think he's coming off two top 20 finishes in the row, including the Zozo, which those stats aren't baked into here. Uh, right. Decent history on past Palom, decent wedge player. So plus 135 for a guy who does really well here on the surface. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going back to Kevin Yu. I, I'm a believer in Kevin Yu. Um, okay. Even before 
the Bermuda. And I'm kicking myself because he was one of the guys I left off for, I think, a top 40 um, right at the end there. But even for the Bermuda, uh, good combination of length and accuracy. It's a small sample, so a good combination of length and accuracy up to you so far. Hit his irons pretty well. Uh, pretty good from under 150 and scores pretty well, too. Doesn't putt very well, but there's a couple tournaments that we don't have. There's, you know, we don't know how we putt last week. Maybe that number looks a little better. Uh, I think he has like a top 10 at the Puerto Rico Open as well, which is past Palm. So uh, I can get a top 40 on him at plus 165. What was that, by the way? I'm fucking watching the Bruins and they all, they should have scored uh, after they just gave up one of the worst fucking defensive shifts I have ever watched in my entire fucking life. But, oh, I, I thought I just surprised you by uh, Kevin Yu top 10 at Puerto Rico. No, once you said I, I really back Kevin Yu, I glanced up at the TV for a second. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'll move off of him. I mean, plus 165 for a guy who came top 10 last week who's in the ball pretty well. I just don't know anything about him. Okay. At all. Like nothing. Like I have no opinion on him. It's not It's not that I don't like him. I just don't have an opinion because okay. I don't have any knowledge about him. All right. And then I'm going back to my Will Gordon. I've hit a couple, a bunch of top 40s on him this, this I lo- fall. I looked at him and I looked at him in our top 20. Because it was like okay. six to one. So let me tell you what happened with him. I, I did not expect to have to sweat that top 40 last week. He was comfortably inside the top 15. And then he basically pulled a Ben Griffin where I think he went bogey, bogey, double bogey. Uh, and he had to get up and down on 18 just to stay inside the top 40. Now he did it to cash that top 40. Thank you very much. But his top <laughs> 40 the price this week is two to one. Yeah. And I don't really see anything that's much different. For all the reasons I liked him last week, I like him this week. Um, I don't think his I, I think he's got a miscut here once back in 2021, but a T20 the Puerto Rico open, <coughs> excuse me, T27 at the 2021 Puerto Rico open, T34 at Corrales uh in 2021 as well. So there is some decent past palm history in his in his um, you know repertoire there. I like him for two to one for a guy. I just keep betting in them up yeah. this week. On, on well, this I mean, also going to keep betting. Yeah, why not? I mean, two to one on a top forty. I mean, that's, that's yeah so for a guy I like who <laughs> yeah, like, checks a lot of boxes for me. Yeah, I, yeah, I and then like, yeah, like I, I tried to find like a Robbie Sheldon. Like he was close to even odds this week. I didn't love that. Justin Lauer, same thing. He's even odds for a top forty. Like like there's a bunch of guys I like that I just didn't like their top forty price, and they just got left off. I would, I, like I said, I think it's actually for my own good. I don't have top 40s. Oh, you would parlay the shit out of these and you would lose, like, because all the time. All the time. I don't know, because Keith Mitchell would build the 18 to follow like T46 and lo- ruin everything. Can you round robin them? I think you can. Oh, that would be, that would be trouble for me. That would be a lot of trouble. <laughs> How do you have 78 bets? On the top on placement markets, I don't know. <laughs> weird, weird how that happens. Okay? Weird golf, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can bet on in golf. Stuff. All right, so what are, the, what are some of the exotics you got? All right, so I think you'll like this one. Top Australian, Australian player. Okay, uh, we got Jason Day. Even money. Only three yeah, guys he's got to be. What's what's your record doing? Like it's not stuff? as bad. Like you just highlight when I lose. Like like that's it. Like I think it's because I just remember who was it. It was the Stenson bet. It was it, it was, was Stenson and Valspar. He put you in a body yes, bag. He body bagged me on fucking Thursday. Yeah, with Henrik uh-huh. Norlet, you were so confident, Henrik. I was so confident. How insane <laughs> is that in retrospect? Is is like, I'm insane. gonna pay minus 186 on Henrik Norlander. 
I mean, D- to different be honest, time back then. To be honest, I have laid worse bets. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. But these are the guys Jason Day is gonna beat. Something named Harrison Endicott. Like, oh, I like him. I like Endicott this week. He was first round leader last week. Yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about him. No, I don't care. Okay. Uh, Baddeley, who I know sucks, and Danny. He's okay Lee, last who, week. He's good. Fine. That's fine. And Danny Lee. Danny Lee but, sucks. Danny Lee's not gonna be the one to beat you though. He probably will be. Yeah. Because he's he's the most fucking up and down. But whatever, man. It's like it's just like a group, and I'm I'm getting even money with Jason Day. Clearly the best player. Obviously it's golf, man. Shit happens, but I'm not paying any juice. It's just even money. And he's only going to beat three guys, so I like that one. And then I want your help on this one. Okay. All right. So you know how I like to get cute sometimes with some of these bets, right? So we got – What what do you got cooking up? All right. So round one Eagles. You said that the – yeah. Listen, man. So you said the Pat Fives were nothing special. They're pretty gettable. All right. Well, hold hold on. The weather's going to be shitty on Thursday. That's what I was going to ask you. So when does yeah, the let's, weather... Let's, why don't we talk about this real quick? Yeah. So I looked at two two weather reports. So I was trying to see, like, all right, is there a certain split? One weather report I saw showed no, no rain in the morning and they get dumped on in the afternoon. And then another one I saw said they get dumped on in the morning and nothing in the afternoon. So uh, I, I don't know. know. Regardless, yeah. it's going to be a soft golf course. It's going to get a lot of rain. At some point, someone's going to get a lot of rain dumped on them on Thursday. And I think on right. Friday, too. Uh, right. It's not going to be all that great i think on uh on thursday hmm so even though these path fives are pretty fucking short you don't think you don't think guys are gonna gonna birdie on thursday i haven't laid these bets yet because i knew i wanted to speak to you first because i wasn't sure about the weather either yeah i don't know i mean have you looked back in like the history and said like all right what's like the rate actually you know what hold on no steve 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 that's what you are for sir And you talk about something else, I can probably pull it up for you. Yeah. So, because I was looking at, so I was looking at uh, Wise at six to one to make an eagle, and then Hovland at plus five fifty to make an eagle. And there's some other guys on here that are long. Like I don't want Scotty Collins a little too. Like I want like longer guys, right? Because I, I'm thinking because of the rain, depending on which guy I go with and where that tea time is. And I think I think Wise is in the Wise is in the PM, and so is Vic. No, Vic's in the AM. Um, So. All right. So last year on number five, uh, there were 13 Eagles. Okay. Uh, Number 13, there were 22 for the tournament. For the tournament? Uh, Or or on Thursday? Oh, for the tournament, not on Thursday. Uh, And then on number seven, there was only two. So that's that's one that's, there's not a lot of uh, Eagles. So I would expect that's probably. The same for most yeah. years. Uh, you don't really know exactly where they're going to come from. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do Wise and Vic. I think I'm going to do Wise okay. and Vic, and we can have a little fun with it. Like, All right, why not? Whatever. Like, I was I was just looking. Like I told you, man, I was kind of bored, and I was looking for more bets. And I was like, huh, round one Eagles. This this seems like a fun sweat. Interesting. Let's add, let's add it to the first round leader sweat. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, then you got your first round leaders then? I only got – so I, I need to see what the weather's gonna do. Like I don't know what it's gonna do. So I got I three. I got, I got uh, three guys in the morning and and two in the afternoon. Just because okay. I don't know which way it's gonna go yet. So right. I got Scam Champ. Let's go. 
<laughs> so I actually went to look because like, you got me thinking like, what is his outright price? It's actually eighty to one. And I'm like, eh, that's not that's not enough for me. I, th- I think I need to see triple digits on that. Where I was like, all right, I, feel like, I feel like that's what he hits. I feel like that's what he hits is what he's fucking triple. Now, what was he at three M? He was he was close think, to triple, wasn't he? Was, he? I, th- I think he was triple. Yeah, he was triple there. Because yeah, well, we were both like, eight, how the fuck? How did anybody eight, he's eight eighty here. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, and then uh, I went with uh, Vic because he can get off to a hot hot stat um, and, and then kind of fade over the weekend too. Um, and then I went Lauer in the morning. And then my afternoon guys, uh, always Munez, uh, and, then, okay. uh, and then Wise. So I got I got room for more. I just got to see what the fuck's going to happen with the weather. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I would wait till tomorrow. Yeah, to we're going to wait till tomorrow. Night. But, but I, like, yeah, tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, because I fly, I fly out Thursday morning. Oh, where so are you I going? I got a, I, well, I'm flying to Miami and then getting on that fucking cruise. And I'll be back. Oh, on yeah, the, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're running, you're running solo on fucking Sunday and Monday. Well, or Monday. Or Monday. On Monday. Or Monday. I'm, I'm Monday, yeah, or, or Monday. <laughs> During the NFL season, there's yeah, no Sunday. We don't do, yeah, we don't do the Sunday no. shows. Um, yeah, so you'll be riding solo on that. So okay, I'll be, uh, be in the Bahamas. I asked the wife if I could golf. Yeah. Like, hey, we're in the Bahamas. We should try to find a golf course. She was like, hilarious because this is her work trip like her whole their, their company is taking the entire company on a cruise and we got to bring and they get to bring the spouse we got the drink package a balcony wow yeah i was like sweet this works all right sounds Adam's good gonna have and, a little fun then yeah uh, what, little, what cru- is it royal caribbean or uh no Carnival? it's um no i don't know it's it's not the shittiest one it's not the best one which i think which one's the shittiest one Cannibal, right like, uh, uh, I've been on Carnival and Royal Caribbean. I would probably say Carnival is worse. I think Carnival is the worst one. I think it's Royal Caribbean. Yeah, that's, not, I, that's, that's that's a decent one. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's just a matter of like the clientele. Right? I mean, that's 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 okay. that's what it is, right? Because right. I think the Carnival one, you get like if you go on like a three day one, it's a bunch of fucking just like twenty year olds trying to get boozed up and fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm too I'm too old for that shit. Look at me wrong. Hey, so boozed. just so just watch out on the last night though. Uh the cruise I went on, I went on a pretty nice blackjack run uh for the first three nights. Fourth night, dealer was getting twenties probably every other hand. Uh, I think they were tweaking with the automatic shufflers to get their money back. Yeah, you so think well. so? I, I on the last yeah. cruise I went on, we kept the poker table open. Uh it was me and like two older older women. And uh we had like, I don't know, he's a Croatian dealer. We got him to stay up and like, and keep dealing with us. And, uh, and the next day we were on like some island and uh, all of a sudden I hear, Boston. And my wife's like, who the fuck Boston. is that? Yeah. What, like what, what Cliffy or whatever the fuck they call me. Right. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and Sarah's like, who the fuck is that? I was like, oh, this is two two ladies I was playing cards with last night when you went to bed. And they had like a cabana invited us over. I was like, see, pays off to be nice to people and gamble. Yeah, so we got to, to hang out in like a nice little cabana, didn't pay for it. Fucking hung out with two. I mean, when I say old ladies, I mean old ladies, like 65. Like, mm-hmm. like just me and them, the only three people up on the cruise. You, you and the, you and the Golden cards. Girls. That's it. That was it. <laughs> there yeah. you go. All right, brother. Oh uh, yeah, man. So uh, I got to get all my bets in and all my I got to fucking do my DFS and all that shit on third. Can't you got a lot of work to do. That sucks. All right. <laughs> what 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 sucks about it? Nothing. I just fucking I don't like to feel like I got to get. I don't know. I don't like deadlines, Steve. I don't know if you know. Well, that look, 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 if Mac McNeely wins, that this is the last time you're doing it anyway. So uh, <sighs> that's fair. Yeah, you, know, you better fair. enjoy it while it lasts. That's true. 
It's true. You know, you don't, you don't know until yeah, you don't know if we're gonna have to stick that knife in us and just quickly jerk, it, you know, lock <laughs> on the show, and that's the end. That's right. All right. Well, fucking, uh, you guys know where to find Steve. He's in our Discord channel. Uh, find me on uh, Twitter, boss underscore Gapper. Uh, the Mike Copa baby. Uh, we actually have some decent golfers this week. So let's go break them. Fucking-